Hi, I'm Krista. And I'm Susan. And we are Dandelions and Side Streets. On this pod, we connect with creative people and other folks doing interesting things in the world. Writers, artists of all kinds, innovators, and helpers. People we would like you to get to know. We also review books, recite poetry, share recipes, and savor in the art of conversation. We chat, share stories, chew the fat, chop it up. We love a good chin wag. Thanks for listening. Hi, welcome back to Dandelions and Side Streets. Today we interview Lucy Conte and Joe Kalea. They've created a cookbook called Cuanto Basta, The Art of Just Enough, Recipes from Nona's Kitchen. The author, Lucy Conte, is a Toronto-based writer with a background in marketing and communications. And Cuanto Basta is her debut venture into the world of culinary writing. Lucy also has a philosophy degree from the University of Toronto and has studied performing arts at Randolph College. A native Torontonian, Joe has more than 25 years graphic design, art direction, and photography experience. His fine art photographs are collected internationally. He studied at the Ontario College of Art and Design, George Brown College, and has a Bachelor of Arts degree from Queen's University, where he studied stage and lighting design. When not taking the food photography world up a notch, Joe takes to the open road on his motorcycle. He enjoys frequent excursions to the Niagara wine region and trips to his second homeland of Malta. You can see more of his work at kaleaphotography.com. Welcome, Joe and Lucy. So, Joe and Lucy, we... Together, we're juicy. You are very juicy. (laughs) That's our Hollywood celebrity name. Lucy hates it when I... Juicy. (laughs) I told her we need an intro when we do our videos. You just do it. I'm Joe. I'm Lucy. Together, we're, we're juicy. juicy. So good. Oh my gosh, you. Well, here's the thing. I have experienced eating some of your dishes, and they are juicy, delicious, no doubt. <laughs> thank you. Thank her. Yes, thank me. <laughs> Let's go back a bit. How did you two meet? <laughs> we can I tell. We met at uh, a job, right? It was uh, Dynamic Funds. Uh, I was where we were all working there. There's like five of us in a small room. Okay, myself and Jessica and David and a couple others and Celeste and and Tim, our boss, came in and said, "Oh, we we have a new. What was your role there? I think I was marketing assistant. Marketing assistant." And and Lucy walks in and we all check her out because, like, you know, we're kind of a tight group and we're all so bored anyways. Right. And she had, <laughs> I, I remember she had like a pants. This is what my memory is. It's not correct. But I remember her having a pantsuit on and her hair wasn't a tight bun. And I thought, oh, my God, who is she? <laughs> she looks all like square. <laughs> but, but, but. <laughs> to clarify, I do not, nor have I ever owned a pantsuit in my entire life. So I don't know what Joe was on that day. <laughs> it was light blue. I remember that. I don't know. It, was it light could blue. have been. I'll give you that my hair was probably up <laughs> in some sort of bunnish style thing. But I do remember Joe being suspicious that I was a spy. <laughs> no, that was David. David was suspicious. Oh, was that a David yeah, thing? Yeah, David. Okay. 
David. So, anyway. Skipping forward um, to the pasta and cooking, and how did you, did you just discover that you both enjoyed cooking, or did you go to one another's homes? Did you have a big drink together? How did it happen? We've always both liked food. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, especially that dynamic with Jessica. I mean, they, you know, the three of us would always go out. We stopped working together in 2008 and have been yeah. friends since then, right? And I don't know. I started my food photography about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And Lucy, you said I something. I saw about- your amazing, amazing pictures from the food photography online. And, and I thought to myself, I would like to make a cookbook and wouldn't it be great to pair up with Joe? And so I tossed out an idea to him. I'm like, Hey, are you interested in making a cookbook? And he's like, Oh my God, yes. Let's get together, discuss. And I pitched an idea to him and he hated it. The first idea, I hate it. <laughs> and then I'm kind of like half-assedly, I'm like, well, I also kind of have always wanted to, you know, record my grandmother's recipes. And he's like, Oh my God, a heritage cookbook. I love it. So what was your first idea? It was like a cookbook for millennials. Cause I thought, Oh, what'll like reach a large audience and, and be like easy recipes for millennials on the go kind of thing. But, <laughs> but one of the recipes was like how to boil water. Wasn't it? What? <laughs> <laughs> Again, much like the pantsuits, I don't know that that's historically I'm not, accurate. <laughs> I'm not interested in photographing boiling water, okay? I'm not. <laughs> I might have told you about how my mom once yelled at me for boiling water wrong, but I don't think I'm not Well, there you go. <laughs> Apparently some people need instructions. Um, and I, yeah, I didn't like the idea. But, but when she said that her grandmother's inheritance, that got me excited because I'm all about, uh, well, my theater background, I love memory plays and about, you know, exploring your, your background and your heritage and, and culture and, and stuff like that. So I love that idea. And I said that, that that's, it was much more appealing to me creatively. And I think for you too. Yeah. And both of you have an interesting background. Lucy, go ahead with yours. So my parents were both born in Italy and they immigrated when they were like eight and 13 respectively. And so, yeah, I've always like really connected with that part of my, my Italian heritage and mostly because the weight of my heart is through my stomach (laughs) and like Italians are amazing at cooking. This is their love language, right? And for sure that's my love language. Your parents met here in Canada then? They did meet in Kenna, but strangely, they were from the same small town in Italy. Well, that's like my parents, too. They were, they were both born in Malta, okay, and they both emigrated here, and they met here, right, when they were teenagers in high school, and they're both from the same small town, too. There you go. That's I didn't know that. Small Lucy. town love. That's <laughs> like, oh dear, Lucy and I are really <laughs> maybe we're related. <laughs> One never knows. Lucy, can you t- tell us a little bit about Nona herself, like your grandmother? What was what was she like, or what is she like? It's funny. Well, she's deceased. She's no longer with us, unfortunately. I mean, I was always quite sad that. Um, Growing up, my mom just never kind of bothered to teach us Italian because she thought best to raise us Canadian or whatever. And um, so my grandmother didn't speak much English. And that's why, again, going back to the love language, like it was always kind of sad. I couldn't like communicate more um, with her. But 
definitely the food was like a major like way of communicating. And it's funny because I always thought um, she was a bit of a gruff, tough woman. And it was in working on this cookbook that I got to know her in a very different way through the conversations I would have with my mother because my mother, you know, gave me the recipes that were passed on. And she actually said, you know, Nona would have loved to see you do this cookbook and would be so proud of you. She was always very supportive of people like following their dreams. And Mm -hmm. so that was really special and nice to learn. And I got to learn like how she really was a bit of a, like a social butterfly and like, you know, you know, just very supportive of people in their dreams. And so, yeah, that was nice to um, connect with that part of her that I didn't know about. So the two of you, are planning the cookbook and you decide that you're going to make a recipe each week, every Sunday, I believe. And you would make the recipe and then photograph the recipes. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that first day. And do you remember what you made, where you sourced your food materials and how the day went? I can't remember. I think we started sample with the salads because like, I'll be honest, there was a lot of times I made these recipes for the first time when we were doing chute. I'm like, okay, let's start simple with the salad. Yeah, and so I think, I'm pretty sure we started with the salad section first. It might have been like the potato salad and like the mistos. I, I feel like those were like our earlier ones. And um, I was just blown away with how gorgeous Joe was like making these simple salads look using like, you know, not doing we didn't do anything to the food like well you know you've eaten our food after (laughs) like we everything was consumable every single thing we photographed was consumable right so um we would love it if we got an invite for the after shoot (laughs) we called them our props dinners prop dinners prop dinners (laughs) so we ate the props right (laughs) i recall i recall Are all the recipes that are photographed in this book all the recipes that you made? There's only one. I only cut one. Only one that didn't quite work out. Yeah, the artichoke. But there was like, yeah, 55 recipes? Yeah. yeah. In the end that you did? I think so, yeah. I think that was the stuffed artichoke is the only thing we cut because it didn't turn out so great. And like, I wouldn't want to have put anything in there that wasn't going to taste delicious if somebody else made it. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. I love uh, Lucy's tips in the book. That's really helpful too. your little notes about the recipes. And I love the stories, like just little details about, I don't know, one that I just remember was about your aunt Francesca not allowing Parmesan on the seafood. Like <laughs> just like that little detail. There's something about these little details of like family gatherings it really I don't know it just kind of brought the book alive for me oh well thank you for that I mean I I look at this as a love letter to my nonna and um, it was something I really wanted to capture for all of I have five sisters and this is something I wanted to really capture for all of us you know, my mother's getting older too. And it's funny because she told me that as soon as she gave me all the recipes, she dumped them from her brain. She's like, after she downloaded them to me, she felt she could let them go. <laughs> so it's oh, good I captured them all. Have How many sisters do you have? I have five. And are all of your sisters 
people that enjoy cooking or they do they enjoy eating your cooking? Um, I mean, some of them are more into cooking than others, for sure. I have one sister. She doesn't like to do anything that requires more than three ingredients. <laughs> so I wouldn't say she's like high on the list of cooking. But yeah, I think to a varying degrees, we all loved those recipes. And it was a really big part of our childhood, eating our nana's cooking. Joe, your photos are just so beautiful. And um, like, they honestly just made me drool like I just wanted to eat the food like and I was saying to Krista like there's there's something kind of unmediated about them or like not the photos aren't like overly styled like they're just styled enough which I know is takes work it goes back to that title the art of just enough yes it does yeah you know I mean like I I had some ideas going into the project because I kept it kind of general because I knew this was going to be a long haul kind of thing. Right. Um, so there, there were a couple things that I wanted to, that really tie the images together and, and make them what they are. And one of them is the light. And I'm very lucky in my home condo here that it's also a live workspace. Um, and what I, and, you know, I have a big front window and indirect light. And so the light was always, the lighting was always soft. It's all the lighting in the book is natural. It didn't use any mm. artificial lighting at all, right? Um, so, you know, I right from the beginning, and I knew that a big food photo shoot would usually include a lot of people, including the photographer, including a food stylist, a prop stylist, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I know that I knew that neither Lucy nor I are food stylists, but that didn't really matter because I wanted the food to be presented how it would look on your table. This kind of reminds me of a, a story, not really a tangent, but <laughs> I remember back at university, which is like a long time ago now, uh, with my friend Victoria, uh, who got me interested in, in food and cooking back in the day. And we'd sit there and wonder how, how how come all the food looks so perfect in Martha Stewart's magazines or stuff like that, right? Little did we know at the time that there were probably at least three food stylists for each shoot, you know, the main the, the, the main food stylist, yes, first assistant, second, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's why the food looks perfect. For me, I wanted a a simplified approach, make the food look like we're cooking it, which it was, because we literally just cooked it in my kitchen behind me. You see my kitchen behind me, mm-hmm. Susan? And the, yes. the living room is just in front. So it was just like a short, you know, a little walk. And I didn't want, I, you know, I wanted the food to look nice and, but not highly polished as, you know, a, a, a full, a, 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 I, I think my photography is more editorial style than a commercial style necessarily. Cause I didn't want the food to look perfect. I wanted to look, the way it was. Like really. you were setting it on a table. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it yeah. makes me want to just get my face into a bowl of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> like it really does. Yeah. Thank I'm looking you. at yeah. some of these photographs right now and they are gorgeous. And to keep in mind that my background is in theater and I did like stage design way back in the day. And I, you know, so, so, you know, propping and, and getting everything set up was reminded me of my theater days, but I'm, all, I'm also a graphic designer. So a lot of the, the way the photographs are laid out is kind of just inherent 
you know, the layout for me was inherent um, yeah. to make it look natural, but it's not. Some images, if you look at it, you see like there's, move, you know, movement within the images, at least I think so. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, how, how things are uh, juxtaposing, you know, smaller with larger pieces and just keeping it very simple and, and just focused on the food mostly, but giving a, a hint of uh, the story of what this food is, right? Yeah. It, it is about Lucy's family. It is about heritage. It's about about generations, about reaching back. One of my favorite photos in the book is near the front, and it shows Lucy's hands uh, kneading some dough. Yeah. And there's just a little bit of blurriness, to them, which is intentional. Everything I love that. Everything yeah. in this book was intentional, right? A little bit of blurriness, her reaching. It's kind of like her, for me, it's a visual representation of her reaching into her background. It captures it beautifully. Yeah, there's something so beautiful about the hands, right? Because, and you can't see Lucy's face in it. So, I mean, it could just be, yeah, it could be hand, gen, for, for generation, hands have been baking bread, right? And it's, it was beautiful, beautiful image, yeah. Lucy, what did your family feel when they saw the book in the photos? Oh, they loved it. They were so happy I did it because, like, again, they just were so pleased. One of us captured all those recipes and th throughout the years, like, sometimes some of my sisters would try to, like, ask relatives and stuff, how do you, how do we make this? How do you do this? But no one ever kind of took it to the degree that I did. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm going to serious hardcore capture these things now so that we have them. And uh, one of my sisters, she even wanted two books, one to like mess and use and one to keep Christine and like archive. <laughs> I totally get that. Yeah. You can tell your favorite cookbooks by the ones that are dog-eared. <laughs> yeah. But that's nice to hear because I, I like to think of the book as as much as a photography book as a cookbook in many ways because, you know, it is an artistic expression of my sensibilities for, for you know, mm -hmm the years as a fine art photographer and, and uh, designer and, and Lucy's writing is beautiful. So it's, it, it works, I think really well. And I, I do too. I think my only thing about the book, I wish it was longer, but you know, Lucy no. is probably saying, I don't want to write anymore. That's it. <laughs> well, it's a lot more work than I thought it would be. Like, I think you thought we'd do it in three months initially. And I'm like, what times it by three, probably nine months and then three COVID yeah. hit and then that kind of like four years later, but yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple more years onto it. But at least we had done all the cooking yeah. at that point, which was good as more of the editing. But this, you know, I'm a writer, and this was actually the hardest thing I ever wrote in my life. And I've written philosophy papers on free will and stuff. So it's like this was intense because you have to say as much as you can in as few words as you can, because I really wanted um I really wanted these to work for people you know and that's why when you talk about like when I describe a lot of like okay this is what the consistency needs to be and if it's not then you add some of this or whatever like I really wanted it, these to work for people so that they would want to make them and could keep making them over and over again and that was one thing I found 
some other cookbooks lack is like, they just tell you precisely, this is what you do, but there's a little less direction on like what it should look and feel like Mm -hmm. or the color of things. And that's the kind of instruction you would get if you're like in the kitchen with your nonna or your mother, they give you those little like insights. And so that's what I wanted to do in the book is pass that knowledge on too, so that they really like come out nicely for people. Yeah, I really, I appreciated that too, as someone who's, I'm not the best cook in the world. So even like details, like if it, just in case you oversalt something, here's what you do. Toss a potato in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's very helpful. I, I always thought that my cookbook would be called made to order. Like you try the recipe, it doesn't work. And then you just like order out. <laughs> talk about the quanto basto philosophy and how you apply that in all of our lives yeah not only for cooking yes yeah what does quanto basto mean so it's actually a, a cooking term used in italian cooking means like just enough or sufficient you know to, to whatever taste you would like so italians don't like rules <laughs> like However much you want, basically, like you do something to whatever seems good to you. Right. And so it's funny because the reason I called the book that is one I was my mother was showing me how to make my nonna's tomato sauce. That was the first thing I she taught me. And she started kind of like throwing a bunch of things. I'm like, whoa, 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 like slow down. How much of this did you put? Whatever. And she looked at me like I was crazy and went what do you mean? Quanto basta when it's enough. <laughs> I just started laughing my head off. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't put that down as the quantity <laughs> for all the ingredients in this book. I'm going to have to give people a little more direction on that. But I thought, what a great name for the book. Quanto basta. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> just yeah. enough for whatever you need. How can folks order your book? Um, through our website, quantobastacookbook.com. And how much is your book? Uh, $55, that's including tax, um, with, plus a delivery fee. There's a couple of options for delivery. They can either pick it up from one of our places. I live in the West End. Lucy lives at the East End. Or we can deliver, or we can send it by a Canada Post, uh, a flat rate of up to three boxes. For $15 anywhere in Canada. Up to three books. Up to three books. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you both so much. Oh, I have one more question. Do we have time, Krista? Absolutely. I noticed that there was a lot of mention of Christmas in the book, which was fun, and Christmas Eve. And yeah, what do you recommend? Which recipe do you recommend for? Let's say Christmas Eve. I mean, like my favorite thing that me and my sister salivate over mm. <laughs> is the fried seafood. It's it's pretty easy to make and it's so delicious and people just scarf it down. And we always make so much of it so so that there's some to eat the next day too. So that, I mean, that, I mean, the, that and the pasta with the clam sauce, those are really big. Mm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Every bit nice. all together. Mm. <laughs> mm. that sounds good be having that later this month and I'm really looking forward to it <laughs> nice 
Great. Oh, maybe you'll have an invite over there. Saddle hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking if you did do a second cookbook, you could call it Quanto Tropo. <laughs> Good idea. And that'll be all based on Italian beverages. <laughs> I love it. I love nice. it. Oh my gosh. That's a really great idea. The Negroni will lead the way. That was our our uh, celebratory drink, our ceremonial drink at the end of each shoot. Oh, at the end of each shoot, Francois will come home. And make us Negronis because <laughs> we were tired by the end of the day. Sometimes we were cranky. So <laughs> you imagine two two you know Mediterranean people together all day long. Oh my god, it was. I was delightful. We, I don't know what Lucy was delightful all the time. <laughs> I made a Negroni in celebration of this Aww, interview. Oh, that's, that's a great idea. Oh, nice. I, I wish you didn't always like Negronis, Krista. The first time you had one, didn't you water the plant with it or something? <laughs> Listen, I will tell you what happened. Joe made a Negroni, and you know me, I don't really turn down very many things when it comes to alcohol. And I took a sip and I was like, um, I'm not really, I said to Marilyn, I'm not really sure I like this. <laughs> and then I said, well, let me just take another sip. And then another sip. Anyway, now I have all the ingredients to make Negronis. <laughs> I didn't put any ice in it today because I didn't want it to rattle during our interview. <laughs> oh, that's very congenial. I sometimes add sparkling water if you want it a little, little bit lighter. I mm. Marilyn was mentioning that earlier. I do like it with a little, a little fizz. Lovely. Yeah. I'm so grateful to both of you. And I know you are too, right, Sue? Totally. I just love this conversation. And I just, I would love, seriously, would love to sit down and have a have an Italian meal with you two at some point. Hope it can happen. When will you come out. back and visit us here in Toronto? Well, maybe in the new year at some point. Okay. Early new year. Yeah. So well, when you do, please, please uh, let us know, and we'll make a point of, of having an evening with you. We'll be have have yes. you all over, and we'll do a quanto basta, uh, whatever reunion. <laughs> yeah, that would be so much there, fun. Yeah, you two will be the best hosts. I know it. We always had fun. Our props dinners were always a lot of fun. And you know what? They kind of embodied the whole philosophy that Lucy was was showing throughout the book about family and mm-hmm. togetherness. And stuff that I've always loved thinking about, you know, and, and doing and being, you know, I've always loved having people over for dinner, having friends over. So that shows in our book, you know, that kind of, you know, in the end, that's what counts. It's everything. We're doing that after this interview. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you both so much. Thank you. What a, what a great uh, thank you. Thanks, both of you, for uh, talking with us this time. It's a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was you fun. guys are great. Now I want to write another book just so we can do another interview with the two of you. Perfect. Oh, great. Good. Well, we're here for you whenever ready. you're ready. Do the cocktail. Do the cocktail book. Yes. We'll do the cocktail book. Quanto troppo. Yeah, I think that's a lovely idea. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Okay, you all heard it here. Thank you, Lucy, and thank you, Joe. And as always, thank you, Susan, and mostly, 
Thank you to our listeners. Thanks for listening. 